Hi, besties. Welcome to Semi-Qualified Queens. A show where we talk about all things drag because um, we're semi-qualified to speak on it. <laughs> I'm Juice Box. I changed it up. And I'm <laughs> Cynthia Kiss. I liked it. And welcome to Semi-Qualified Queens. Semi-Qualified um, Queens. Semi-Qualified Queens. And we are back for another week of UK versus the world. This is episode two. We saw the recap right at the top where we had to say goodbye to our sweet beautiful lemon justice lemon. for lemon the riggery rigamorous of last week's episode i'm i'm still tender from it how do you feel cynthia tender from the elimination <laughs> it was it was kind of crazy it was hard to watch because um already like we're seeing on their instagram now how chic and fierce all their looks would have been just even in her interviews last week like she was just so funny irreverent that I'm just kind of bummed that our girl our girl lemon doesn't get to continue to do this on the actual show I don't know I know it's sad but but seeing the social media kind of like people know um yeah people well people the way that people are wrapping around her Mm -hmm. I think is so incredible i think like obviously there is some hate that's coming out of it which is shitty but it's really exciting to be able to see that she's getting the love she truly deserves what's the hate there's there's a bit of hate but i think that with drag race fans they kind of always can jump on a hate bandwagon and start to be racist and horrible to people Mm. so again if you're somebody throwing any kind of hatred towards any of these girls you're ugly and uh gorgeous gorgeous girls aren't ugly so gross fuck off but fuck off and with that being said we're gonna jump into this week's episode so we will see you guys in just one minute vroom (laughs) i love those little flares you do before we get in oh my god i can't wait (laughs) would you like baby back ribs all right it's a new day in the workroom all the queens run in in that fun fabulous way that we do and um we kind of all sit down and see a little bit of tension between Jimbo and Janie. It's this question of, are we judging queens based on talent? Or is there some sort of alliance going on? Did you see this, Juice? This question of, how are we sending girls home? I did. And it was just one of those things where, like, in my mind, I was like, is Janie just delusional to the fact that she truly thought that she was better than lemon in that moment (laughs) and she was like you're obviously picking an alliance with your canadian sister when jimbo and monique were very much like no girl you did not look good like when most straight up said (laughs) drag brunch with the puffy sleeves i was like (laughs) i was like gag bitch like oh my god but and the way they kind of showed that in the teaser was very shady but when she said it on the show it was like yeah you're mm-hmm. right, babe. The outfits weren't good and she really needed to hear it. And I felt 100%. like she took that very well. I agree. Honestly, it was like, maybe it was Mo's power pose. Did we notice that she was like, totally like hands on hip? She just had like such an amazing authority figure, like standing there mm-hmm. giving it to Janie. I was like, yeah, you tell her, um, you know, those were five okay looks being revealed after each other. Like it wasn't like sickening on sickening and it was hilarious the fact that Jimbo and Janie were technically agreeing they're both judging on talent (laughs) Jimbo just didn't (laughs) think Janie was talented and Janie's like no 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 no, no. there's an alliance going on like clearly there's an alliance clearly there's an alliance like evidently you're leaning into your home country it's like no I'm not you were booger (laughs) like you just were a booger last week oh my god that's Cynthia that's so fucking funny that's what's oh happening God, yes. they're agreeing to the same thing it's they just were just drag agreeing. queen delusion at its finest. i am living bitch you have to be that uh, delusional sometimes wouldn't you say like sometimes drag does take that like high key delusion uh well yeah and with that being said bag of chips uh anyways uh, <laughs> oh <laughs> bag, of, bag of chips all, bag of chips. I, want, all I want some i want some lays I, I want a bag of chips i want a bag of chips um all right so we're gonna get into the challenge so the challenge is a ball. It's episode two. They're going straight into a ball. We've got three looks. Our first look is Hey Kitty Girl. Our second look is Butch Queen. And our third look is You Wear It Well. And it's where the girls have to hand make, hand sew a look that RuPaul herself would want to wear. Yes, Mama. This is a RuPaul ball 
three looks yes. on looks on looks inspired by Mama Rue herself. I actually kind of liked this theme. This was fun Me too. for a ball. I feel like yeah. she has a lot of iconic looks at this point that it's just so fun to dive into the the repertoire that is RuPaul. It's like she she loves it, of course. She's a little biased. And mm-hmm. I think I think, yeah, there's lots to dip into. And it's it's interesting to see how some of the girls navigate this ball, like some of the choices. But I think mm-hmm. overall there's a lot to play with here. So it's it's really fun to see what the queens do. And we love a sewing challenge. Uh, I, I disagree, but um... <laughs> <laughs> you're like, no, I don't. No, I, I don't really love a sewing challenge. I will say, call me crazy. I don't want this to be like the Pangina eyebrows gate, me just getting facts wrong. Just <laughs> <laughs> we we saw your comments. Yes, we we were wrong about that. She's wearing. We were wearing, wrong. Yes, she's, she's been wearing. Um, but for real, did, does she wear jumpsuits that often that we saw that many in the ball? Not to jump ahead, but like I feel like a lot of no, queens. No, I've seen some. Yeah, that many though. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't say that many, but she still wears them and she can still appreciate them, right? I think okay. to completely discredit jumpsuits from the repertoire would mm-hmm. kind of not make a lot of sense because she has worn them before, so you could tell she does like them. Yeah. I just felt like the odd one when it was a jumpsuit, and we could talk about this more later, I just felt like some yeah. would have actually translated to, to gowns and then that would have made it like RuPaul realness because I, don't, I just See, don't feel like she's in a jumpsuit. As of is this our first fight? Because I disagree, but we can <gasps> get to that. Oh my God, I love this. Coming up, our first fight. <laughs> you fucking bitch, Juice, I fucking hate you. Like, do like a fake trailer. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. What is it? What did I have written down? I wrote, it's Jimbo's moment. Oh, because it's a sewing challenge. Yes, we're back in the, we're back the next day in the workroom. The queens mm-hmm. are full force into their third look of the RuPaul ball. And I wrote that down too. Jimbo, she's in her element. She's ready to rock this design challenge. Like this is what Mm -hmm. they do professionally. You know what I mean? Like this is how they make a living and survive in this world. This cruel, cruel world. Some of them. Some of them. Oh, but but then even just that idea of like creative direction. Just like she knows how to. Oh, Jimbo. Oh my God. I heard you wrong. I thought you meant all of them. And I went, well, girl, I wouldn't say all of them do this. No, 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 no. Not all the girls. No, just Jimbo does that. Jimbo, um, so yes. she's feeling hella confident, which is really fun to see. Mm-hmm. I know. And it was so nice to see Jimbo so excited. And honest to God, like, again, not to jump ahead, but this whole episode, to really see that light in Jimbo's eyes I know. throughout this whole thing, it was just, like, inspiring and heartwarming to just really see, like, you could truly see his dreams coming true in front of your eyes. Completely. Like, and just that genuine love for what was happening. It's the, it's just the RuPaul factor. Like, the fact that she's there, it is really, like, <laughs> it is the closest thing to Willy Wonka. Like, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. She, she's Oz behind the curtain. I got a golden ticket. You know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> yeah, Jimbo is living, and I think it's really cute. It's like the inner child glow. But on the other side of the spectrum, we have Baga. Who is just like, I wouldn't say, I hate to say the word complaining because maybe she wasn't really complaining, but she really wasn't having it. And like when she goes over and she's like, well, I hate to sound this way, but there's like the stars who do the acting and the dancing. And then there's the costume designers who do the costuming. Mm -hmm. And it's like my beloved, like, is this your first day on the show? Is this your first day in a bar? Like, I don't know what planet this girl is on but sometimes you got to do a little bit of something for yourself to be able to get it done you know yeah no totally there's the I think sometimes in drag it's like you have to be a a renaissance queen of sorts it's like you do a little bit of this you do a little bit of that you are juggling a lot of hats whereas Baga's just saying like no I'm the talent I stand here you dress me but that's not the yeah. point of this competition. I did it did rub me the wrong way a little bit. But then I did think it was funny when she was like, "RuPaul is probably starstruck to meet me," or like, "What does she say in one of her interviews?" She moments? said, "RuPaul." She said, "RuPaul is starstruck to meet me. She loves me so much." I think I'm the favorite one. <laughs> <laughs> what that, this girl is on her own realm, bitch. <laughs> I I want I want like a ten percent of that confidence though. There are those points where it's like sometimes I want five. I want point. Five percent right? of that. Jesus. <laughs> Just to walk in and be like, not only do I belong here, you are starstruck. 
of me. <laughs> yeah, like, what? <laughs> so, yeah, it's sassy, it's going bold, but, like, it's good TV because, quite frankly, that's the only thing that saved her this episode because we'll see what she creates and it's... it's barely I have emotions. It's barely I have, a garment. Yes, I have emotions, I have feelings about yeah. it. Um, Cheryl hurt her finger. She gouged yeah. her finger, not looking good for the Essex girl. I just love how Juju went, let's not run with scissors. <laughs> she takes them down. Maybe don't um, run with these weapons. Maybe don't run with these, Diva. But I, I do feel bad for Cheryl because you could tell that she really did want this and that she was really trying to do what she could. But you could almost see her losing herself the whole episode. Like you could see her kind of like getting in her own way yep. throughout the whole thing. And another thing that she was talking to Juju about, and you could see Juju almost getting in her way, was Juju was talking about the sewing challenge. And I was sitting there thinking, Juju B has been on 4,000 seasons of this show. Yeah. And she still is like, you know what? I'm not even going to learn how to do a basic stitch. Yeah. I'll it's just one make of those it work. Things. If you think about like their whole drag career, like every yeah. day of Juju's working drag life, you can get away with actually not doing that much sewing. It's just actually the show itself where there's specific days where it's like to learn this whole skill, I know how to sew. So it doesn't intimidate me, but it's like, if someone was like, it's the carpentry week, like all the girls have to build a deck. You know what I mean? Like all of a sudden it's like, it's on bitch. I've got it. You've got it in the bag. You know what I mean? You're like, you've got your home Depot realness, but it's a huge skill for girls to like take on and, I get it. It's different because it's like within the skills of being a queen, you should be able to kind of like quick whip stitch something together and in that like Cinderella magic moment, just like make a beautiful gown. Um, I am a little surprised too of the laissez-faire kind of nature around this. It's like, Juju, come on. Juju, just, just for us, even just lie. (laughs) She, I am, I am, I love my girl Juju, but I'm finding after this week's episode, I'm starting to get a little, um, my patience is wearing a little thin. Like, I think at this point, you know how I kept defending her up until this point in all of semi-qualified Queen's content? Yes. I've really been like Team Juju. It's like, no, she can do that. Her personality, she can do that. Her personality. I am starting to hit my limit because it's just like, okay, well, like, you know, you get you get compensated a certain way. It's like, it would be fun to see some of that glamour, like, hit the runway because she's just so fun. I want to I wanna see her in something gorge. Yeah, Yeah. it's almost like we have the expectations for the juju that we've fallen in love with. Mm -hmm. And we almost want to see it escalated in a way. But we want to see it now, but we we also don't want to see the same thing. Yeah, because she's so there just like with her wisdom. And, you know, it's I just want to see her do just push it a little bit more. Um, And for right now, I'm not seeing that. I agree. I agree. It just, it kind of just feels flat. And when there's so many people who are also talented and so many people who would have loved to get that call, who would have went there with a hundred percent, you know, that's what kind of feels bittersweet about it. Well, look at Mo. She's like, she really is. She has come with Mo, you know, like she is. And she has come with Mo 10,000. Yeah. Mo, Mo really truly has stepped up everything about her game. There was a reason she walked last in the runway this Bitch. week. Closing. We will get there. We <sighs> will get there. The one thing about Juju, though, is she did have that really nice conversation with Blue Hydrangea, which I thought was very cool. Yes. The idea of, you know, the conversation around gender identity and how as performers, we can really mix the feelings, the endorphins, the rush we get as performers mm-hmm. with, like, our true identities. I thought this was a really cool conversation to have, don't you? I, I did, and I think the... The, the topics that they bring up, especially for a lot of queens, it really does hit home because I feel like a lot of those thoughts, those really intrusive thoughts of body image really do go through a lot of our minds. And um, like me personally, I haven't had the like gender thing come mm-hmm. up in, for myself, but I've definitely had the like um, whole re- the body dysmorphia thing where it's just like you're so praised for being this other person that you're like, is this this body that's out of drag, is it good enough? Mm. You know? Because mm-hmm. Juice is so celebrated. Is Joe, you know, the same level? So I felt like that really hit home for, like, I think a lot of people, specifically 
people who participate in the art of drag because mm-hmm. it is such a, a massive community, you know, and it is such a big problem that we have. It's the and it's the the act of the sh- the switch the switch yeah. you know what I mean for us, for us to like get into glam mode and it just be received in one way and then very you know differently in another I feel like Cynthia is treated differently than Daniel so to speak and you know I am almost the flip side of that juice where the body thing wasn't really the you know the thing I went into but the gender identity was so for me with wow. drag it's like. There were points where I questioned my own identity. I was like, am I trans? Am I a trans woman? Like, I, I really can feel... So, there's such a huge part of me that feels aligned with this when I'm, like, in drag. But, mm-hmm. you know, so, you know, you go through those points where you're like, how do I identify? Like, how is this? So it was actually very cathartic, the art of drag, to help me actually figure that out. That I was like, no, like, I actually am not. I'm not trans. Like, I love my trans folk, my trans women. And it's just, mm-hmm. you know, I have so many friends. But for me, it's... There's just the separation. I, I do enjoy being my derpy little Pacific Northwest <laughs> skater boy with a mullet after all. You know what I mean? Yes. Well, I mean, it's 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 whatever your truth is. It's my truth. Exactly. Yes. It's your truth. You know, and if it's whatever someone else's truth is and that's theirs and whatever yours is, it's yours. But you know what Juju said that really I felt resonated really beautifully in the whole episode is that it's the same painting, but a different angle. Oh. I love Wasn't that. Wasn't that great? That's a great little you know, bite. A little, a little you're, sound bite. You're just the same person, but it's just you're seeing a different part of that person. Yeah. So 100%. Good. But I do want to talk about one little thing before we move on to some other aspects. Because we didn't pick up on it, and I just want to add it in. Yeah. Bega on another planet and is sleeping. Oh. Bega has not made anything, and she is asleep on a couch. I... I, flames, flames on the Mm -hmm. side of my face. Like, what are you doing? Especially with RuPaul being in the room. Like, as someone who did not get the experience with RuPaul, as someone who was sent home on a sewing challenge, to have the audacity to be like, I'm just going to take a little break is wild to me. (laughs) I kind of appreciate it. The thing we're going to get with um, Baga the whole season is just like, ham 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 like she will always be she is the baloney that jimbo was throwing around in the talent show like embodied into <laughs> and you put a wig and lip filler on it and that's what it was her lip filler her face is it just she's just there's something about her that it's like she knows what she's doing it's bold as brass but it's like it's mm-hmm. almost like her job within a job do you know when like jimbo can turn into yeah. like camp factor like when he does his little like oh wow like character within the show mode yeah i think um baga does the same thing with her little moments like the queens are coming in with enough self-awareness that like if they can draw the cameras that way and pull a little stunt i think it's funny it's like i yeah i mean i agree i think it is it is a little rude though it's like seeing like you know working away because her look wasn't great like i think girl the wrong person took a nap you could be like, you were asleep and you came on the runway looking like this. Like, yeah. No, I think you could have said that to her. Yeah. You probably <laughs> could have said that. She looked awful. Yeah. You could have said that. She looked awful. Bega, I'm sorry if you're listening to this. It was it was a fucking shower curtain. But I love you. Um, just not the, yeah. the looks. Just, just not the looks. Yeah. But then it was actually really cute. Speaking of the walkthroughs, um, when Jimbo, after talking to RuPaul, is like, literally in tears it's my heart was singing for for jimbo it's just Just... so cool like to see in jimbo's eyes and he they did touch on this when we were talking to them on semi-qualified queens best podcast out there exclusive interviews episode one yes episode one if you want to listen to it go back to episode premiere episode that it really was like meeting this like god like creature and it's like in in their eyes it's like you know what i mean it's like seeing like a relic in a way and it's just like i find it really touching and you can see how important it is to jimbo and so it's like live that fantasy you know yeah i feel like jimbo's doing a really good job at like capturing the hearts of people Mm -hmm. because jimbo's not only coming in with incredible looks and a lot of talent jimbo's also coming in with like we'll see those things like the heart um the like sensitivity but then also like the drama and stuff jimbo is checking every 
single box for me mm-hmm. in this show right now. 100%. And I am just like so happy. I am so team Jimbo. It is stupid. I am I'm proud that they're like getting to showcase their talent on this stage cuz it's it's on that mm-hmm. level. It is on that caliber. Not the mm-hmm. lip syncing, but everything else. <laughs> do you know I do you know what? <laughs> we will get there because I was actually it was okay for me. So we'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> so we're back in the workroom the very next day, and we start with bag of chips still not wanting to sew, to the point where Pangina is basically fixing her dress. When Pangina said, um, I just don't want anybody to look like shit, <laughs> I was like, okay, I get it, but I, um, I wouldn't. <laughs> I'd be like, bye, girl. She was looking fine in the workroom that second day. I think her hair was more forward or something. Ooh, that- I was like... Out of drag, Pangina is so cute. Yeah, my Thrussy is so bored, and I need to spend a little time with Miss Pangina because holy fucking shit, she's so hot. What's what's a Thrussy? What's a Thrussy? Yeah. Oh, your throat. Yeah. Oh, okay. okay, okay, okay. (laughs) (laughs) I was trying to... I haven't heard that before. You never heard Thrussy? Thrussy? My Thrussy. Bussy. No. Like oh my goodness, yeah. I haven't heard Thrussy. Yeah, it's my Thrussy. Oh my god, you. That's Whoa. that's that's a clip. That's a clip. Pangina, <laughs> if you're listening. Pangina, if you're listening, um, my Thrussy is really bored. Um <laughs> quarantine style. Because <laughs> cute, cute cute with a capital C. Oh my god, so hot. And the and the style, mm-hmm. the fashion, everything on her body. Yeah. Woo. I I really I have forgiven have her for sending home lemon and now <laughs> I just want her to softly kiss me. <laughs> I still can't get over thrust. <laughs> I'm like recovering from that. You're like, oh my, oh my god. god. <laughs> but you know what? She really doesn't want anyone to look booger. It's a weird strategy. I think yeah. it has to do with the girls voting each other off. She's probably playing nice, trying to build bridges and like bad guy is gonna be one of those people that we like know will probably last a while just because of that personality. So Pangina's looking and thinking, hey, you know, I'll help her out. Yeah. I mean, I guess. But if it was me and I saw that dress, I'd be like, well, going home. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't bother. But Pangina's (laughs) there and I'm not. So she's, she knows how to play that game. It it was a weird choice, but I mean, she was probably, and we may be just thinking that it's part of the game. She honestly may just be a very kind person and was like, and was just very honestly being like, I don't want people to look bad and I'm helping her in the best way possible because maybe she was like, I just don't want her outfit to fall apart while she gets sent home because it is so bad, you know? But that's the difference between like top or or bottom or safe. So it just felt like she, she pushed her along just like a little bit too Mm -hmm. much. It's like, it's like picking up a runner in the middle of the race in your car and then driving right to the finish line and be like, you ran this whole race. Good yeah. for you. Yeah. You know, like it felt a little assistive. But, yeah. Um, hey, I agree. Whatever. I agree. I agree. For the sake of juices, Thrussy, we'll be, we'll be fine. <laughs> 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 now we're on the main stage, baby. And we start with RuPaul herself. What do you think of the look? Oh, I loved it. It's cute. I loved I'm getting... it. Multicolor, floral silk, uh, the petals, like there's a floral story going on. There's individual petals that have been cut out and finished. And that kind of like frames the face. It's just like her very classic saturated jewel tones. And it, I loved it. Yeah, it's giving like orchids. It was classic. It, the cinch waist, everything about it, I, I loved. I can't see anything wrong with it. Mm-hmm. Really, really fresh florals for spring. Groundbreaking, yes. <laughs> uh, well, who do we have joining us this week? Who are who are our judges? We've got Michelle Visage, we've got Alan Carr, and we've got Daisy May Cooper. Did you know Daisy May? Um, no. She just made you yawn. She, <laughs> she made me yawn. She made me yawn. <laughs> no, I don't know Miss Daisy May. I thought she was funny. She was great. I didn't know who she was before this, but she was great. 
she's wearing um, Michelle Visage, a, a Depop purchase, a secondhand, a thrifted piece of oh Michelle's. God. I didn't know if that was a joke or if that was real. I could see that being a, a hand-me-down of Michelle's. Yeah, me I too. She looked cute. Yeah, yeah. I thought she was funny. Alan Alan killed. I I like him. I think Alan Carr is quite funny. He has this kind of like naughty schoolboy energy at all times. That just makes me laugh. He always said something you shouldn't say. Yeah. He's kind of like your creepy gay uncle, but you're like fine with it because he's harmless. And a lot of what he says is hilarious. Like, yes, he he's very he's very funny. He uh, he would I would say out of all of the the UK judges, it's him and Graham Norton. Mm-hmm. I think like he may be my favorite. Although I think Graham Norton's kind of hot in a daddy way. Mm-hmm. You know, you uh, you and um, who was the queen? Tina Burner. <laughs> Tina Burner. Tina Burner has <laughs> Tina Burner's thrusty was not bored when it came to Miss Graham Norton. Oh. <laughs> You could just be just like her. Um, yeah, he's cute. The British boys, the British judges, they're all there. They're behind the panel, and we're getting ready for the Rue Paul Ball. What do you think of these looks? I they were better than last week's. I find yes. Over like overall, there's some that I'm like, um, okay. Like the Butch okay. Queen looks were all very like kind of missed the mark for me. Uh, but, except for one. Oh, except for one, which I'm sure we agree mm-hmm. on. Mm-hmm. Oh uh, my god, made me feel things. Oh my god! But uh, <laughs> the kitty girl ones so, were either yeah. here, were like either amazing or absolute uh, cats the musical. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. And um, and the RuPaul looks were, I would say overall pretty decent. Yeah, a design challenge win. Yeah. So basically, we're gonna go through each queen's looks, um, theme, theme, theme. So it'll go queen one, two, three. Yeah. Um, just for your listening pleasure, because you know one queen, you know, think about her all at the same time. So mm-hmm. first we have Pangina heels walk down the runway, and that Sphinx cat outfit. What did you think of that? I feel like you're team pussy there. I mean, here's my thing. It's like on paper, it was great. It was stoned. It was campy. <laughs> Uh, like the, I liked the eyes. I liked the way she acted. I liked that it was the, like there's everything about it that I should like, but I still was just kind of like, eh. like it was just mm-hmm. fine for me. <clears throat> but I mean, it's it definitely wasn't the worst one on there, and it was I would say it was one of the better ones for the cats. But it just sort yeah. of like I think maybe it was just the nude color I just didn't enjoy. But she was a naked sphinx cat, so obviously it had to be the nude color. So it was the color for me too. I felt okay. like it was really it was making it look too I don't know, like just kind of like their skin is kind of creepy in real life. Like yeah. it emulated the the creepy folds of their skin too well. Like I was so like So maybe eh. that's what made it successful is because Sphinx cats are kind of so uncomfortable that it just made us uncomfortable. Yeah. So it was a successful outfit. But I liked the Egyptian flair. I thought that was cool. Like the eyes and like the the necklace and stuff. Like it kind of had some sort of like the Sphinx Egyptian cat story going on as accessories without without being culturally appropriative yeah it wasn't too I don't think it really went there did you No, I don't think it went there at all from one white girl to another from one white person from one white blonde girl to another I don't think (laughs) it went there (laughs) what did we think of what did we think of her hunter um, queen of England queen Elizabeth look I what did I write down I wrote down uh, did she miss the mark? Do I care? I think I'm obsessed with it. Like, cause it's so silly, but like yeah. also kind of made sense. Like, but I still, <laughs> but I loved the way she like played it up. I don't know. It reminded me, it reminded me of the hunter and Jumanji. <laughs> <laughs> but his I like just, grandma. I a, yeah. I was a little confused, but then once I realized it was the Queen Elizabeth, I was like, oh, okay, this is like catered to drag UK versus the world, yeah. which I think made Pangina very smart. So for that reason, I'm going to give it to her. It was not my favorite. And um, the guest judge gave it like mega praise saying it was one of her favorites of the night. And I was like, okay, let's not go that far. Like, I don't know. I, it was it was one of my favorites for the Butch. It, for it really did. Well, if you looked at the rest of the Butch Queen's look. It oh, was, right, for Butch. Sorry, yeah. For the category. Okay, that's For the true, category, if you looked at the other ones, I feel like Pangina's was one of the top three for me. Oh, cute. Yeah. Even her cat look for me was top three. Yeah. It was expensive. Yeah. And then how did we feel? How did we feel about that design challenge look? I loved it. Yeah. I loved it. It was. And they did a, they did a close up shot and I didn't realize she did little feathers 
in all the little tucked pieces, the handwork. You almost didn't see it in the wide. Yeah, there was details to it. It was beautiful. It was moody. And the way she matched her whole makeup look to it, she did that 1920s inspired makeup and the finger wave. Like it, it, she thought of every last detail down to the darkness of her tights. Like I, I, except for a skirt. (laughs) Uh, But you know what? I was fine with it. I was fine with it because it gave me like a really couture corset. And I, I they did her kind with the edit. Had you seen that in person and there would have been certain angles that you're like, she's just not, it's just not done, love. Like I think on the <sighs> Judy, it looked one way and then when she put it on, maybe she has a longer torso. Maybe. It just, I think if you saw that IRL, you'd be like, let's just give it a skirt. And then it's like chef's kiss. I guess. I don't know. For me, I thought she was going to be in the top. I just, we did see like, she wasn't. She. I saw a Barbie crotch at one point. I saw a flash of a Barbie crotch. Did you? I. Th- I saw a black panty. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm. And I saw no eyebrows. No eyebrows were to be seen. <laughs> there was no eyebrows. It's the Mandela effect. Pangina's <laughs> never actually worn an eyebrow. We've never seen it on. <laughs> All right, that's Pangina heels. Mm-hmm. Pop off, sissy. Very fabulous ball. I mean, like fun times. Yes. Next, we have stomping down the runway from Holland. We've got Janie Jacquet. Um, here's my thing. Cleo. <laughs> Cleocatra. Cleocatra. <laughs> I think in 2022, or this was filmed in 2021, I feel like we <laughs> know enough about the world and about costuming and about drag to avoid certain topics. I felt a little uncomfortable with her walking out in this almost like Egyptian cat and like walking like a hieroglyphic walk like an Egyptian kind of thing. I was like, I'm white. So I've got, I can't really say anything. It's not my culture to be offended for. But I was Mm -hmm. like, this just doesn't feel like a great idea. And like the, the bob with the braids in it, I was like, it, for me, it's like, it made me a little uncomfortable and I don't know what her heritage is. Maybe she does have Egyptian in her and she knows better than me great she might she might i'm not going to assume but for me i was like eh. it felt a, it felt a costume version of a culture and i just for me it didn't sit well that's always a bad take on a culture yeah when yeah it's like a halloween vibe like i wrote down just feels the the face particularly like the makeup really felt like kind of costume cat and then like it just felt like the most go-to narrative when you're like Cat. I don't know. Cat, Egyptian, Cleopatra, stop. Like, yeah. I've got the idea. I've got the idea. I've got the idea. And I'm not going to think, like, maybe this isn't a great idea. <laughs> but you know what? Maybe this is a cool opportunity for Janie to think about these conversations. Because I know in Canada we have this dialogue a lot. But maybe yeah. that doesn't happen for her back home. And so there is a privilege in the conversation happening all the time in mm-hmm. and of itself. So I give her a little wiggle room to just like know that maybe go forward. We just consider all cultures and just like when, mm-hmm. when something is a culture, not a costume. Yes, I agree. I agree. And it was giving me um, Cats the musical. Like, it didn't I... feel like <laughs> the spinoff, the Egyptian spinoff. <laughs> the Egyptian spinoff. I'm screaming, bitch. Yeah. You wanted it. You got it. Cats too in Egypt. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't giving for me, but no. the next look was good. I liked the next look. The prisoner look yeah. for Butch Queen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I thought this was, this was successful. I thought thematically really fun to do. Her execution of it felt on the simple side. Yes. I know sometimes I can be a simple th- synth. So I don't want to throw stones from glass houses. Yes. But it could have used a little narrative, like just just one more prop or one more thing. Even like a, on the runway. Like something that she was holding. The, like, yeah. like I know she threw away her thing, but even if she had like a crowbar. Or, well, it would have been funny at the end of the runway if she had the tool she's going to escape prison with or something. You know sh- I mean? Or like, like a shank or something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just something to give the story one more push because I felt without the little um, photo plate, it felt lackluster when it was just the romper. And I really didn't like that boot with the uh, orange look. Yeah. It was still, but it was still good. I really liked the makeup. I did really enjoy the makeup. I thought the makeup was really beautiful. Very well done. Very, very clean. I love a clean, like smooth makeup. 
mm-hmm. but it was just sort of like for, for me for the butch but the butch queen category for me just i feel like a lot of people kind of missed the mark so i feel like in <laughs> retrospect to hers hers was quite well done because it was so yeah. clean and then she killed it with the the third look the jumpsuit for rue beautiful i think she she really got the loofah um, shoulder applique sizing right. It was puffy. It was huge. Mm-hmm. It was proportionate. She had the cape flowing. I I personally would have given it. What would I have changed? I think I wanted it to see it more in a dress. But Rue said she liked it, so I literally was like, well. You know, from the horse's mouth. Mm-hmm. I feel like in a different fabric, but that's obviously not her fault. Like, I, I literally <laughs> used that fabric when I, like, started doing drag. Like, that, like, white mystique. I feel like mm-hmm. Rue would do it in a different <laughs> fabric, but that's obviously not Janie's fault because that's the fabric that they're given, you know? Yeah. But I mm-hmm. think on paper and, like, the way that she was created with what she was given, I thought was beautiful. And I loved the hair. The yeah. hair was beautiful. That middle part, like kind of disco, like rolling curls. Holy oh. poly. Yep. And the the, the beautiful nails with that beautiful ring. I was a big fan of the last look. Yeah. Yeah, the last one did it for me. I thought that was really fun. Mm-hmm. No fabric sponsor this time, eh? Did you Funny. notice in the episode? Yeah. She was just like, Rue was just like, fabric provided. <laughs> yeah. I, well, I think it's because it's <laughs> the UK. Maybe they don't have a fabric land. <laughs> oh. No land of fabric. No land of fabric out there. So sad. But speaking of the UK, we have the doll from Essex herself. Cheryl Hole oh, is on the runway next. My Essex Diva. Mm-hmm. Love her. Um, what do you think of her cat custom look? Loved it. It was so cute. Me too. I feel mm. like we're both a fan of this like style of drag. Yes. So I I knew that I would have I was gonna fall in love with this one just right away because I just thought everything about this one was cute and campy and adorable mm. even the way she played it up with those little like meow meow meows like i loved <laughs> like it was great meow, meow, meow. yeah if i was gonna have to be a cat i would like to look as cute as cheryl does in this look Me you know too. what i mean it's yeah. like it's the theme but you're like still serving like a cute mug like it's like flattering she did the puffy fur in only certain spots i thought it was like proportionized with like giant bow it was camp it was fun i feel like this could be in a really high budget, um, like kids cat themed show. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then I, I mean, that was a compliment because it would be like a big budget. Like it'd be a fun thing that kids would be like, "Whoa, wow, she's so funny." Yeah. yeah. Oh wow. Oh wow. So yeah, I really liked it. I thought it was cute. Mm-hmm. How did we feel about um, look numero deux, the full flamers leather experience? I. I mean, I liked it. It was well executed. It was really beautiful. Um, she looked great. I, there's nothing. There was nothing on paper wrong with it. I just don't think it was butch. Yeah, it felt um, like it was going for a different theme. Like if the theme was daredevil or like biker showmanship or like I don't know, I don't know. But like it just wasn't butch to me. Yeah, I felt like she could have yeah. brought it somewhere else but it's not to say mm-hmm. that it was bad it just didn't feel right yeah yeah sometimes it's like you know i was literally sent home for not like following a runway theme like it was a ball challenge too it's really important you know what i mean well if i mean they say ugly is C- sin, it's cynthia like, cynthia <laughs> mine was mine was dyslexic or mine was like <laughs> cynthia there's a missing <laughs> the mark the <laughs> and then there's just not listening like <laughs> cheryl cheryl at least tried you didn't listen yeah no i know i know that was a reach even for me but um you know i just want to tie it back to me tie it back to sin just tie it back to cynthia yeah um but yeah as a look i would gladly wear this i think it's cute oh it was great stuff yeah it was beautiful yeah i have matching shoes for it literally right behind me right now like it was great (laughs) and then that final look the design challenge piece Oh, I, I just wrote yikes. Uh, what did I write? She could sell it. She was selling it like it was worth a million bucks. Do I gotta you, give her that. Do you want to know what I wrote? I wrote, oh no, the Essex jumped out. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the Essex <laughs> jumped right out. Like it was, it was T-A-A-C-Y, babe. It was not good. But it just didn't have, it didn't have flow. And I felt like, um, what did Michelle put? She said sad little feather. <laughs> yeah, where it's just like this sad little boop that she put on the shoulder. It felt like three 
separate design directions all yes. in one. And it it's just, it's hard. The thing about this challenge is it's like, you once you have you don't have that much time to make a look. You know, I went home on a on a a ball challenge. It's like you're making these pieces. It's like you want it to be a certain way. If your concept isn't out of the gate, something you feel great about. Some people, myself included, aren't great at like mid project pivoting. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like I get really weird when I'm like, this is my vision. Like this is the plan. Like I must execute the plan. <laughs> like I wonder if she like got in caught in between both worlds where she's like this is what I want to do oh it's not working okay add a feather um okay add a sash yeah okay um add this add this and it just started to feel like more was more but it was more was too much but next we have Jujube stomping down the runway she said hey I'm here to do my thing (laughs) she said is this the meet and greet scoochie woochie scoochie woochie yeah is this the meet and greet dress like I was Girl, all three of the looks. Woof. This is where this is where I mean my patience for Jew is just just a little thin. I'm not like you know what I'll always love her. I will always love her. Please please play Alexa. Play Winnie Houston. I will always love you. But these looks right now, it's just not enough. No, it's not feeling like international all stars. It's, it's giving feeling like season. Two. I live in L.A. I'm just going to quickly pull from my already created things. No shame if no shade if these are brand new designs and the talented designers doing them are, you know, hardworking. It just is, especially when it's a mini dress. I don't know. I felt like it was just too daytime meet and cutty. Yeah. And I feel like for Jujubee, who is so in love with her cats. Yes. So in love with her cats. This is your moment, girl. Oh, like, good point, it's Juice. A she talks about her runway. cats like, a lot. She loves her cats. And she, like, what are you doing? Imagine she just walked out in that dress, in a dress made of just photos of her cats. I would have lost my mind. Like, totally. Because at this point, we would actually know what she's doing. Like, we would be like, oh my God, that's her actual cat. Like, all instead she had was two little, like, cat cutouts on the on the bust of that sequin. Did you mm-hmm. notice like that was the only harking I couldn't see it at first. I was like is she even a cat themed look? Like, yeah. Like do an ode to your cats in a dress. Like uh-huh. something more because I the I could not tell that there was a cat theme to her dress until I looked at the bust and it kind of mm-hmm. looked like kitten ears. Like girl. Talking talk about a bust. The whole look. <laughs> I just, I just, and that's your dad joke for the day. Uh, <laughs> and then we thought she could do less. And, and she it was did. her second look. She did. She did the Butch less. Queen. She did Butch Queen and then somehow opened her shirt and it was flower petals. A Why? I thought it was <laughs> I don't I don't really get it. I was like, baby, I don't understand. <laughs> and she, and you could tell in her confessional she's like, this is the best I've ever looked. Okay. Um. <laughs> I don't think she believed that. I, I think she knew. She was like, okay, maybe it's not the best I've ever looked. Or even when she was like, maybe my hair is a little frizzy. Like, she has a self-awareness, which I find humbling. But this butch queen look, I didn't understand the uh, the flower thing, the reveal, the soft reveal, the mid reveal, the half reveal. Yes, I wasn't. I wasn't sliving for it. But <laughs> but I will say, if we are going to move on to the next look, I did like it. I didn't love the Barbie crotch, um, but I did like the look. I didn't notice. Was it giving Barbie crotch? She literally made a joke about showing a nude, a nude crotch because she, she, it looks like she took the nude panel that she made for her chest and also made a panty. Oh yeah. Instead of using the, a fabric to create a panty, she just used the nude and it was like, girl, if you're going to do a nude panty, at least stone the pussy a bit, you know, like give us a yes. little something. But it, it it felt a little, I did like the gown though. I, out of the three, I mm-hmm. did like the gown. Yeah. I thought that one was actually very close to being a very strong look. I just know it needed that like Atelier Versace corsetry underneath to give it the structure because I felt the bodice looked a little too like cut and sew dress you know what I mean like sometimes there's a lot of undercarriage that can happen in gown work to look as though it's just one uh like simple sheath but there's actually a lot of like boning and like 
channels and mm-hmm. panels. It's it's quite intense. And so knowing that Jujubee isn't like an atelier sewer, I'm going to be kind. But that would be what takes this to like the next level. Actually, an incredible gown. Like, mm-hmm. of course, Rue would wear that. And that's Juju. Then we have our Canadian girl, only one left, <laughs> Miss Jimbo, rocking those sexy titties. She's got six of them in this first look as she's giving us Tony the Tiger. It's red. It's ombre. It's like the Cheeto Tiger. It's great. <laughs> you know what I mean? Spicy Cheetos. I liked it. I loved it. Jimbo ate everything about it. It was so beautiful. It was stunning, gorgeous. Perfect. She had six titties staying right on the Jimbo brand and having these mm-hmm. breastplates on breastplates on breastplates. I I was obsessed. I thought it was an interesting take, whereas Pangina did kind of like more realistic cat. Jimbo turned it into like camp territory with the color palette, yeah. the wig, like her take on it. I just felt was a little more like friendly for the franchise, like sorry, for the show, the formatting. It just was bright color. Whereas Pangina's fell a little flat on the runway. She got it. She nailed She yeah. nailed this yeah. first look, kitty girl look. Did you like the the biker, the butch, the butch moment on Jay, on Jimbo? I wrote, so elevated. If Jimbo does not win, I will riot. Um, so yeah, I enjoyed yeah. it. Yeah, I really enjoyed <laughs> it. Yeah. So yeah, I, I liked it. I, was I liked biking. it. Yeah. I love her in classic patent black leather. I feel like that's her her like calling card in some ways mm-hmm. and so this was just like i felt like this was the stepped up version of her entrance look season one do you know yeah. what i mean like yeah yeah, the yeah handlebars and stuff it just felt very cool and yeah um the mug was right she was there she'd she, arrived yes she said i am on uk versus the world and i am a force mm-hmm. you know yeah it's jimbo versus the world it, that, it's her, it's at her this race. point babe yeah and then I thought the I thought the design challenge was cute. It was like, you know, it was it was Rue. It was maybe, I don't know if it was my absolute favorite, but I think as a full package, she was my favorite in the ball. I wrote understood the assignment. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like we're giving her like a B, a high B plus on that one. I give her a solid A minus because I actually okay, really cool. did like the RuPaul dress. I thought yeah. it was the most authentic to what Rue would wear. Um, including the hair, including the big smile, including the kind of like cadence down the runway. Um, I, I thought Jimbo just knocked it out of the park, like a a very clear winner. And if it wasn't a lip sync for your legacy to send (laughs) another girl home, it would have been Jimbo's week to win. I agree. Mm -hmm. These lip syncs at the end, getting her. I know, poor girl. Although we will get there. I think she didn't do that bad. And then we have Bega, or yeah, we've got Bega going down the runway um, in her version of what I thought was kind of a stronger version of a cat costume versus Cheryl's. I thought the stripes on Bega's were really cool. I loved Bega's. Yeah, Bega's was one of my favorite looks from the cats because it was so like over the top, like costuming, the tail... Just like the details in it were beautiful, and it felt like the skirt, the skirt, the the fluffiness. It felt like um, if they were in a cartoon together, she would be like the the whimsical character that Cheryl is going to meet. You know, yes, right? Oh, totally. Cheryl's the main character, right? She's and she's growing, yeah. But Baga is like the queen mm-hmm. of the cat totally. kingdom. You know. For this children's cat show. <laughs> yes, for the children's cat show that we have created with these girls. <laughs> <laughs> no, I agree. Um, so very, very cool. Strong opening look. What did we think of Butch Queen realness for Baga? Uh, Baga chips. I hated it. I hated it. I really didn't I like hated it. it. I really didn't like it. <laughs> I felt like she just, I think it was the fact that she was wigless for this for me. Uh, I just think do, it was... I, do you think with a with the right hair it could have just taken it there or no? No, I, no, I think just for me, it was just one of those things where it was like, maybe some of us are just too soft and feminine to really, truly believe what masculinity is. And it just was like, it was giving me missed the mark. Like, I just didn't Mm. vibe with it at all. 
Mr. Mark. <laughs> Mr. Ma- uh, there was not a Mr. to be found. I don't know. I just no, didn't. No. It's just something about it I didn't like. And I feel bad saying it because Bega is really talented. And I don't think you should judge someone simply on their looks. And I'm not. It's just that this look I hated. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then it got even worse. Girl. That design look. It's offensive. It It was a shower curtain. It was... It didn't touch the floor. It was the cheapest. It's like she looked at the fabric and said, what's the worst one? That one. (laughs) I'm going to do that one. Yeah. It just, I think she would have been better off with a stretch fabric because then you can get the illusion of curves with your own body. But just like Mo was saying, Bag is the only queen that doesn't have a a silhouette even corseted yeah she never gives shape she never gave she does not give shape like so in some ways i'm like okay interesting like asymmetrical look but it just felt um like she really got the 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 hallway pass this week my god you can even see the part of it that pangina did because the part where it ruches in the center there's no way miss baggett did that Mm-hmm. There's no way. And it's just, I, yeah. oh my God, the fold in. If I wore this, I would be ruined. They would ruin me, bitch. And I think yeah. the only reason she wasn't completely torn apart, her looks like the cat look, must have saved her. Because that yeah. look is just heaping garbage. Yeah, it was really, it was, um, I was, I was shocked she wasn't in the bottom. Oh, floored. But we've got Blue Hydrangea walking down the runway next. And what was her cat look? Why am I forgetting? I just wrote, was cool. It was it was like a purple Whoops. metallic oh, kind of yeah, 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 thing. Yeah, yeah. I wrote, very cute, not my favorite, but very fun. Like, it was very understood the assignment, but I don't think it was really memorable enough. But it was good. Yeah. I thought it was, I thought it was okay. I like the silver elements with the fur. Now that Mm -hmm. it's coming back to me. Mm -hmm. But it's a bad sign when you forget it. Yes. Yeah. Um, But that circuit, circus weightlifter, butch queen. That was kind of fun. I loved it. I love, love, loved it. Everything about that was just, I think, a great interpretation of the butch queen kind of, kind of category that they were giving them. Because she was giving butch, but also queen. You know? I really liked it a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it, she she really took it there in a fun, pleasant way. And then her design look, she did a jumpsuit as well. This this one in particular was a look that I think had she given more Versace gown and a little less the jumpsuit vibe, I think um, it would have been even more RuPaul-esque. I guess. But I, this was one of the ones that when I saw it, when I saw Blue's entire package on paper... The cat look was great on paper, looked great. The butch queen was incredible and really, really cool. And then this, I think, was very RuPaul. And I really thought it was very well constructed and very beautiful. And then she's just safe for it. Mm-hmm. So I was like, um, okay, okay, that's yeah. cool. Because I, I thought really scores, just, you thought the score would tally higher for, I th- for blue. I thought my top three for this were blue. Uh, Jimbo and Pangina. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was my top three. Although maybe because mm, Mo was really good though. It's hard. I know. It's hard, girl. Let's dive into Mo. Up next, Mo on that runway. I feel like she did really fun this week. I loved the Sailor Moon reference number one. Her uh, kitty girl realness. How uh, do you feel about that? I, girl, this is the first time I've seen like a true Sailor Moon reference on this runway. And when I tell you, I almost jumped out of my chair. I have, a, for those of you that don't know, I have Luna literally tattooed on my wrist. I wrote in all caps in my notes, Monique, I am losing my mind. Oh my fucking God. I loved the look. It was a little hodgepodge, but because mm-hmm. of the reference, the reference, because of the reference, because of the cosplay aspect to it. That makes me like the hodgepodge because it is cosplay does have those things to it. So I really, yes. really enjoyed it. 
it's a strong enough reference when, because of copyright, she can't say Sailor Moon on TV. She just said her favorite anime. You still knew which she was talking about. Yeah, and she, but she did say you know Luna. I mean? She said Miss Luna. Did she say, oh, okay, maybe Luna doesn't have IP on it. Yeah. She definitely didn't say Sailor Moon. No. So I thought that was, that. that's a strong theme. You get it, you get it. Mm-hmm. But then that second look, Butch Queen <laughs> Realness. Um, I want to say this was one of my favorite looks I've ever seen on the show. Me too. I agree. It was so hot. Yeah. It was so hot. It was like, it's like what uh, Bag of Chips thought she was pulling off with like hers. Yeah. But then Mo is here to be like, no, 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 baby, sweetie. Baby, this is how you do it. Oh, the asymmetrical hair, mm-hmm. the cod piece, mm-hmm. the leather, the, the sunglasses. I thought it was like swagger. It was just, it was really great. And it felt like she was really giving a nod to the way that balls actually were. Right. It felt mm-hmm. it fit very like this is what this would actually look like. Like, yeah. I get that we all do this kind of, you know, regurgitated re- interpretation of it, of it. But she was giving true, authentic. This yeah. is what this would be in a ball. And it felt really cool to be able to see that and to be able to be let into that world in such an authentic way. And like, yeah. even like the way she played up, like putting the lipstick on and Ugh, ripping the so back good. piece off to show like the bedazzled butt and she made it cute and campy. Like, I am such a fan of Mo and this whole episode, she has just been so fun. No, seriously, Mo, if you're listening, thank you for that incredible just mm-hmm. little window into ball culture. Like, I think that was a gift for the audience. Like, y'all fucking slayed. She's Favorite great. pick of the night. There was a reason she went last. You know, yes. She closed it. She closed the show. But then, you know, yeah, that last look. That I was, was so the only sad. Thing. I was so sad. I know. I felt like there was only one piece that was that brighter green. Did you notice that? Yeah. That one of her, like the, the whole thing should have just been the um, sequin olive green. See, but I think something, I think something happened that we didn't see because she even oh. said, you could tell that she was like, we all see it. And I think that was yeah. her saying, this isn't what I wanted it to look like. And mm-hmm. some, I think something went wrong that we weren't privy to. So maybe something mm-hmm. went wrong in her creation of it or something didn't play out. Maybe she put it on and she didn't have time to fix the parts that she wanted or she just didn't have the know-how to be able to do what she had planned out. But I think she knew that and it made me sad because I think she probably could have taken it because of how incredible the other two looks were. Totally. That was just what I wanted to say. It's like, ugh, it's such a shame because I felt like those other looks deserved just like the win, the mm-hmm. gold Rue Peter badge. Yeah. But alas. So our tops this week are Jimbo, rightfully so, and yes. Janie, which is, I think I was a little surprised about, um, but good for her. Really happy for both of them. And our bottoms yeah. are Cheryl and Jujubee. Jujubee, which I am very surprised about. You're alluding to Bagus um, should have been chips. in the bottom. Yeah, Bagus should have been in the yeah. bottom. Yeah. And she knew it, right? When she was called safe, she was like, whew. She kind of just skirted to the back really yeah. quickly. She's just like, uh, she okay, should. not giving them enough time to reconsider that. Yeah. I'm just going to warm up the back. <laughs> yep. Yeah. She was a lucky duck. That yes. Ultimately, I, uh, it was so, it was, it was done so poorly that had it been up to a drag queen to send the girl home, you can't stop looking. They, they spend the most time in that runway look, the third one, because they get, they get mm-hmm. a critique in that look. So you'd have to be staring at it for a lot longer and just be like, bega. It's bad. It's not good enough. It's not good enough. And also she so. didn't make most of it. And the mm-hmm. and this isn't something that just the audience feels like they're privy to. The other girls were saying it. <laughs> Blue went straight in and untucked. Yeah. She's, <laughs> She's like, like, now do you think it's fat that you didn't do most of that? <laughs> yeah. Oh, Blue, Blue having no filter from episode one is just making me just like, it's the TV I want. It's the TV I need. I love it so much. Um, but I think they put Juju in the bottom as almost a wake up call for her. But it was just like... That's a good point. That's it, a good point. I mean, yeah, but it just sucks, though, because it's just like, okay, put her in the bottom for the wake-up call, but then somebody else gets sent home because of that. Mm-hmm. You know, when it should have been... It should have been Baga. Yeah. Baga and Cheryl. It should have been Baga and Cheryl. And I yeah. think Cheryl should have stayed. 
I think so too. Mm-hmm. But poor Essex Diva. Poor Essex Diva. Yeah. They but- chat. They, you know, we hear the queens out. You know, we've got both Jimbo and Janie hearing the queens, and you know, it's always kind of a funny point in the show where the girls are singing for their supper. <laughs> yeah, I, I I always think it's funny, and I think the best part about this is Jimbo knows how to do TV now. Yes. Yes. Jimbo is very, well, can you save me? Can you maybe, if I'm ever in this situation, will you have my back? Yes, she really was playing into the alliance building at this point, which I thought was the opportune thing to do when you are on a couch just off to the side. It's like, hey, listen, um, I'm about to save you right now. Make this worthwhile. Yeah, but she did that with both of them. I know. Which, which I was I like, love. go off, Diva. I love her. I And I think she is really coming into her own in a reality TV sense. Even this whole aside she's doing now, what would you do, Sparkly Couch? Oh, you're no <laughs> help. Like, oh, she's great. I would pay good money to just watch Jimbo talk to inanimate objects. I agree. Yep. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Pair of scissors, pencil case, lamp. It could be anything. Yeah, my, my what do soul. You think? <laughs> what do you think, sneakers? What do you think, little ring light? <laughs> so they make their decision. They pick their lipsticks and Janie and Jimbo lip sync for their legacy on the main stage to a remixed version of Supermodel by RuPaul. We saw the girls lip sync it out. I do think overall it's an advantage to wear fringe. Yes. So Janie, good on you. I would totally do the same thing. Yes. I would change my outfit and I would get into some damn fringe because it moves a second later than you. So it always looks like you're doing double time. Yeah. And it's always and it's always fun to watch fringe and it's always easy to move it. And especially for a song like Supermodel, to do fringe is fun. So mm-hmm. I think I think it was a really smart move on her part. I'm happy Jimbo cut her dress. Yeah. Do you think she literally just was like, hack at it? Yeah. Oh, you could see it. She just went, cut it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, But uh, somebody tweeted earlier, right before I came on, they said, did nobody tell Jimbo to bring lip sync outfits? (laughs) Yeah. Or a powder. She was white. Oh, yes. A little powder. Someone someone literally should have just been like, Chica, just a little puff puff right here, right here. You could tell these girls aren't friends right now. Yeah, this is not friendly behavior. <laughs> I would Fake never. alliances. Never I would <laughs> let you go on on a stage. Even if you were about to eliminate me, I would be like, girl, if you're going to eliminate me, we're both going to look good. Powder your fucking face. Yeah, exactly. Um, but what did you think of the lip sync? I'm going to be really honest. Although Janie was good, I'm never going to take away from Janie's lip sync. She was great. She was controlled. She had a fun, cheeky disco vibe to her. I really like Jimbo. I really enjoyed yeah. it. She looked like, here, what did I write? I wrote down, I wrote down something funny. Janie is very controlled and Jimbo looks like your drunk stepmom at a wedding, but I love it. It was just <laughs> so like, it looked like your dad got married to this new, hot, big busted woman. It's been 10 years. You're getting married and you finally recouped your relationship with her and she is wasted and she's dancing yeah. with all of your gay friends. And mm-hmm. And you're like, go off, Diva. It's the it's the messy, white, middle-aged housewife that everybody loves. And I really liked it. <laughs> <laughs> I just wrote, it was just a lot of walking again. I think that's her, le- her lip sync style is she puts in the speedometer and she says, okay, let's get those steps boop, in. Boop, 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 step, boop, step, boop. step. <laughs> but you know, it was, um, it was a bit more musical. There was more musicality to her dancing this time. So I appreciated that. Yes. And, um, but you know, Janie, she took it. She, she won. Did. She she really was the essence of um, RuPaul in that song. And it's the fringe. It's I'm the fringe. You. I don't know. I would have been, if Jimbo won it, I would have been like, I mean, I kind of get it. <laughs> I really <laughs> liked it. Jimbo, if you're listening, I loved your lip sync this week. I thought you were great. <laughs> And I loved how you kept doing RuPaul in front of RuPaul. I thought that was very camp. Oh, pure camp. When she lost it, it. And that girl is starting to understand she is a walking meme. Because when she yeah. lost it, she made that grumpy face. She put so many fun buttons on the show that that in itself is like worth its weight in gold. Yes. Good for you, Jimbo. Mm-hmm. Um, so we get to the bottom two. Cheryl, uh, it's Cheryl and B, And Janie has to whip out the lip sync. Um, and to no surprise, she eliminates Cheryl. 
because her Cheryl. and Juju really did make a connection. And Juju did make a good point. If you want to beat the best, beat the best. And it was very like, Juju has that career. Juju has that backing of being one of the best queens in the industry. So she, mm-hmm. uh, I felt like it was a very obvious choice that she was going to pick was keeping Juju and sending Cheryl home. Uh, and again, this is to no fault of anyone. I don't think Janie should be receiving any kind of hate. I just think Baga should have been down there. Yeah. I think it would have been an easier choice to make yeah. had um, things fallen a little differently. And that includes um, Baga in the bottom. But that's how this rolls. This Sometimes it's it's an interesting race. Mm-hmm. Sometimes what's perceived, you know, as as the tops and bottoms of the week, you know, we get to disagree there's enough to talk about that we hell have a podcast. Exactly. So it's what we do. It's what we do. And I just think I'm it's so funny it. that Lemon and Cheryl are such good friends and they go home one episode after the other. <laughs> Rue consents it. Rue said. Genuine friendships. Send them home. Cut them out. Make them sit in the hotel together. Bye, Cheryl. We'll miss you. Mm. We love you so much. Even at the very end, she was keeping her head held high and she has that like performer spirit in her. Like, even when she's getting this really bummer news, she's still just like, it's okay. Yeah, you could see her heart break. Like you could literally, you could do that slow motion thing where you see her heart snap in half when she hears the news. But then she puts it all back together, puts a brave face back on and leaves as a true like class act star. It was great. If you want to see and get all the action um, right as it comes out, follow us on social media at Semi-Qualified Queens Pod on Instagram and at SQQPod on Twitter. We're using the hashtag Semi-Qualified Questions if you want to reach out to us. Talk about tonight's episode. We want to hear this. Get the conversation going. And if you're someone who wants a little bit more of a private conversation, please email us at semiqualifiedqueenspod at gmail.com. And I promise that's the actual email. I know we've messed it up every other episode, but I promise you it is semiqualifiedqueenspod at gmail.com. We've been receiving a lot of really great emails, and soon we're going to start integrating them into the episodes. And whoever sent me a photo of a big fat hog, I appreciate you. But <gasps> Did we get our first dick pic? No, it is an actual picture of a giant pig oh, oh. <laughs> they took the literal definition they took a literal okay, definition so, yes <laughs> all right we'll work on that we'll work on we'll work that. it on it <laughs> and you know if you don't want to send a dick pic you can just leave five stars as a review rate and review on apple podcast and spotify you can review now and that would really help us just get our podcast out into the world so we really we really appreciate it we should start reading some of the reviews on the pod let's only read the bad ones Let's only, hey, that will motivate people to write bad ones. Hey, any press is good press, Diva. But thank you guys so much for joining us this week. We had such a good time talking about this. We are, I'm loving this season so much. Don't forget to listen next week and keep up with us every single Friday. And we love you guys so much and we'll see you next week. Bye guys. Bye.